0: welcome to another episode of that some crazy shit with kelly and james my name is kelly and my co-host is mr james what's happening co-host mr james
1: hello listeners you like my new voice what's that i don't like you i'm new just messing voice. with you <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't like it
1: i was like special effects
0: so you know today is another one of those podcast days where guess what
1: we got a guest
0: we got a guest james you're getting good at this
1: i catch on
0: and our guest is really cool she's actually a phd see because we do hang out with smart
1: people we do and she's like our second phd isn't she yeah, yeah or maybe our third who
0: knows but her name is dr rita louise she's a phd she's a naturopathic physician And she's um, a 20-year veteran in the human potential field. She has a unique gift as being a clairvoyant and an intuitive, which helps her with her work as a neuropathic physician. So she does healing, not only through holistic medicine but through energy as well she's written books she's got videos out there on youtube that you can go out and look at i i'm she's an absolute wonderful guest james i think you will really enjoy speaking with her
1: well should we just bring her on that sure let's do it hey i say let's do it oh i'm
0: sorry let's do it welcome to the podcast dr rita louise Dr. Rita, thank you so much for being a part of that some crazy shit. Welcome.
2: Thanks for having me. You know, I, I love the name of your show.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny, I'm like, Doctor. Okay,
2: this is gonna be interesting.
1: <laughs> it, when we first started, I had someone tell tell me, you will never get guests with that title, James. No one will ever want to be on. And it's so funny. That's the first thing people say is they like the title. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: It's just
0: well, the opposite. Yeah, Just the opposite. You no, know,
2: like I'm not supposed to say that
0: kind of way. Nah, yeah. you're fine. So we are glad that you're here. So tell us, Doctor Rita. You know, everybody. Huh, what am I trying to say? Crazy stuff or crazy shit is a very broad umbrella, and it really depends on your perspective. But I believe, if, if memory serves me, you're an intuitive. Correct. Correct. So tell tell us what that is. What does that mean when somebody says I'm an intuitive?
2: Okay, easy enough question, but you know, I joke around and say like my world is the land of crazy. You know, and people call me because when you do intuitive work, you know, and I'll just segue into that. You know, people call because they have something going on, or I prefer my client call and say, you know, this is what's going on with me versus saying, hey, tell me something, which I think is really a waste of time. Um And so I have had people call me, you know, it's even hard to sit there and describe, you know, they have all kinds of, you know, health related things or something going on with a relationship or whatever, you know, and then it gets into the even more further out ones, you know, where I have clients who think that they were like abducted or have alien implants. I mean, It is definitely like the land of the weird, but when you do intuitive readings, it's you tune into that person's vibration, you know, because we all send and receive information, kind of like a TV station out into the universe. And so someone that uses their intuitive abilities has the ability to change the channel and tap into, different frequencies, and they communicate that information back to them of what they're seeing in their energy space.
1: That's so, interesting. I have a question real quick, Doctor. Um, is this something that everyone can learn, or were you? how did you discover that you could do this?
2: OK. Um, So this is something that's built into us, so I want to start there. You know, we're designed to send, receive, and process information. So we've all had experiences where you're thinking about your friend Jane, and there she is, she walks around the corner, or she calls you up on the phone. It's like we've all had that experience, but we're not taught to pay attention to or to acknowledge it and validate it. And I think if people paid attention to what was going on in their daily lives, they would realize that that happens to them all the time. And a lot of the times we just don't give it credit, you know, or give it the attention that it's due. Um, for me, so, well, you look like you might be holding it up. So, so <laughs> when I was a kid, There was a TV series called The Amazing Kreskin, and Kreskin was a mentalist, and he had ESP, and then at the same time, so you're looking at me like, "Er, so maybe I'm, anyway, uh, (laughs) and there was another TV show called The Sixth Sense, so not the movie, but a TV show that had Gary Collins, and he was a college professor and taught parapsychology, but he had ESP too, so he would walk into a room, and I don't want to And he would touch something and he would see the image of a ghost going across the room or, you know, he would see somebody getting into their car and going down this windy road and they fly off the cliff because the brake brake lines were cut and he would get out there in the nick of time to not let them be in the car, you know, and then they would find that the brake lines were cut. So between the two, when I was a kid, I decided I wanted to learn how to do that. Um, And You know, if you looked at my bookshelves, you're like, okay, I guess you've been working on this while. So I was older (laughs) and found the Berkeley Psychic Institute and studied with them and discovered early, early in the year long training that I had been very intuitive my entire life. And I never, like I was saying that awareness thing, I never connected the dots, you know? And so you have weird stuff that happens But you never go, oh, but that was my intuition. You just write it off to some weird coincidence. I'll I'll tell a very, it it could be a much longer story, but I'll just get to the punchline. So I worked with a gentleman who didn't come into work one day. Okay, so this is before I like had any intuition. This is like pre-Dr. Rita. And the following day, you know, I went into his office because I was friends with his office mate. And this was the boss. And, um, and you know, but I went over to say hi. And so he was older and I was 20. So that kind of gives you a little, and he had like this major comb over thing going on. <laughs> and he had this little round bandaid on the top of his head. And so my cognitive mind said, oh, he must have a zit there. And it was pussy and he put the bandaid up there because it was just nasty. So that's what's going through my mind. And I walked up to him, I crossed my arm, looked at him straight in the face and said, where were you yesterday having them check for a brain tumor and he turned and walked out of the room and that was where he was the day before having them check for a brain tumor. Now I never said, oh, I'm having this intuitive experience, even though I was shaking inside, you know, like once I said it, I would, you know, it was electrifying, Um, you know, so that's kind of like an over the top situation, but everybody has things like that happen but they go oh well that, that was a weird coincidence you know and they just write it off to something
1: else that's yeah, funny doctor i say there are no coincidences
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah absolutely so give us an idea for like what when somebody comes to you for a reading because like a lot of times when people think of readings they're thinking of i'm going to go to a psychic they're going to tell me my future right As an intuitive, are you more telling people about themselves or what, what are you reading when you do an intuitive reading? Okay.
2: So my personal, this is my opinion. Others might not agree is that if somebody sits there and says, they're going to predict the future that you should just pick up your stuff and run because I don't believe, you know, we can have precognitive insights, You know, I mean, I've had some, but it's my experience has been, and the people that I know is they tend to be flashes. You know, it's not something that you can tap into directly because the future is, it's moving. You know, and so if somebody asks me about the future, I can say, okay, so this is is where your energy is in moving forward. And this is the probability of it occurring. You know but i had a guy come to me it was at a fair and he wanted to know when he was going to get a job and so when i looked at his energy i'm like but i'm not really seeing any forward movement from you i'm not really seeing anything and he goes well i haven't started sending out resumes well you know i could have just said oh it's going to be three months but it would have been just crap (laughs) <laughs> that makes sense if he wasn't sending out resumes then nothing was gonna happen right right you know and so i like when people come with questions and i you know i'm a naturopathic physician and have a phd in natural health counseling so i work with a lot of people that have health related issues but one of the areas that i really shine in is helping people to understand where their psycho-spiritual issues and i'm going to put a different word on it where their trauma is trapped in their body and presenting itself as disease Did that make sense to you guys it does oh, yeah,
1: I've heard, yeah i've heard yeah i stuff like that before yeah.
2: you know and so because unless you heal what's going on with you emotionally i mean you could say that you're stressed out but it's like but well, what are you stressed out about And, you know, for some reason, I was just blessed with this ability to just kind of like cut through all the layers and go, okay, when you were like five or six years old, you had this experience. And so I don't know what the experience was, but you ended up feeling this way. And that's where the trauma is. And everything has been, you know, it's kind of like an onion or a corn. That's the little nugget on the inside. And it just builds and builds and builds and builds and builds until you get sick and so that's one of the areas that i really shine in um as far as working with clients you know but i work with the only thing i don't work with because again land of the weirdness is i i don't talk to dead people. okay you know that's, I mean,
1: that's, that's cool <laughs>
2: well you know it's just funny because i'll do ghost hunting and i have done ghost hunting but you know it's one thing to like have your ghost be at your house and it's another thing for you to come to my office and you might like leave your ghost in my office and <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: And that's funny doctor because i go on investigations too
2: uh-huh.
1: and I'm I'm, I'm I'm the first time i went with the person you know and I'm, I'm not i'm more spiritual than religious and i'm like you know we need to say some kind of you know protection prayer or spell or whatever you know because there's bad stuff out there and they kind of dismissed me like oh this guy's crazy you know and then the same thing after i was like you know you got to make sure that you tell whatever's here to stay here you know and they're like oh we won't do that james and i'm like well not everything's casper out there people
0: (laughs) yeah and that is scary which is why we don't go on ghost investigations
1: that's why you don't
2: yes that's why we don't i mean When I would go to an investigation, I didn't pray, but I would always do like a little energy clearing before I went in so that I walked in clear. And then would do a little energy clearing when I would leave, um, you know, just to not take anything with me. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. So if somebody
0: wanted to maybe, I don't know, tap into or strengthen their Mm -hmm. intuition, How how do you go about doing that?
2: Okay, you know, so one of the things that I offer, you know, here's a little plug, sorry. Uh, I'm not a big plugger, but it fits here. Um, I offer a professional level training program that teaches people how to do energy work. So it's a certified energy medicine practitioner, intuitive counselor, and medical intuition intuitive. So there's three layers, Um, you know, but, Long story short, the way that you start tapping into it is not, in my opinion, opening your chakras, but by raising your awareness. Again, we've, I'm going to give, just give a different example of stuff that we've all had happen to us. Um, so you get up in the morning and the sun is out and it looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. And, but there's this little voice in your head going, oh, well, maybe you should take a sweater or maybe you should take your umbrella. And, and your brain is going, well, that's really stupid. It's beautiful outside. I'm not going to need that. And then you get to work and it's freezing or a storm front comes in and you need the umbrella, you know? And so that's one way of tuning in is to start listening to those little messages that you get and then moving forward and sometimes it could be something you hear on the radio that just like clicks with you
1: Oops. some kind of trigger
2: all right true story and this just happened a couple of weeks ago so i was at a girlfriend's house and her air conditioner drain thing went through her upstairs bathroom cuz apparently that's how they drain your air conditioner now it is through the bathroom drain and the bathroom sink was overflowing. And so she was freaking out, like freaking out and tried to call the plumber, blah, blah, blah. It was a Sunday, blah, 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 So I went, I had gone to this thing. My son was getting his third degree taekwondo, black belt, third degree, whatever. And so I was at that, I'm driving home. No, no lie. There is a home improvement show on the radio talking about clogged up air conditioners and talked about pouring bleach down the drain. And in this house that I lived in, my air conditioning line would get blocked up with fungus and we would put bleach in it and it would be fine. I'm like, I just heard this show and I used to do this in my house. It's like, it's not gonna work. It worked like a (laughs) (laughs) chair. You know, but a lot of times people will just sit there and listen to that show and not, like make the connection like wait this is what's going on and here's my answer.
0: Yeah, yeah, how about that? I always used to have a bad habit of saying, you know, something told me to do this, but I didn't. And now that I didn't do it, I'm regretting it because whatever has happened. And and since me and James really started doing the podcast, I have learned to really listen to my intuition. Right. Not only do I listen to my intuition, I would like, what are we going to do? You know, mm-hmm. and just put the question out there and then just, you know, not even thinking about it, the answer will usually present itself. Yeah.
2: Exactly. You know, I some people can call this, and I hate this word, but it is so true surrender. You're surrendering to spirit. And ah. it's like,
1: okay,
2: <laughs> I'm surrendering.
1: That's interesting. <laughs> I don't, yeah. It's funny, like Kelly said. Since we started this, you know, I've become more, I guess, open to these things. And like you say, if you if you start paying attention, you notice things, and you get you'll get answers, and it's it's crazy.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm going to use your comment, Kelly, for a second. You know, that is really a great way of raising your awareness as well. It's like. Okay, so now you're in the aftermath, you didn't take the sweater, you didn't take the umbrella, you're sitting there banging your head on the head going, oh man, I should have listened to myself. And that's the perfect teaching moment because that's telling you, this is how the information comes in. This is how I register it. And you know, so for myself, and it sounds like for both of you, when you get those little messages even though it might be really weird uh it's kind of like oh i'm gonna go turn this off you know or i'm gonna go turn the light on or i'm gonna go do some weird thing that makes no sense but that it's coming in in that same way as the thing that told me to take this one so now i'm just gonna do it
0: Right. Or especially when I'm driving and I'll be like, God, you know, where is this location? And something will say, turn left here. It's like, you know, I'm just going to turn left here. And there it is. It's like, oh, you know, I didn't even need the GPS because, you know, if I listen to the little voice in my head sometimes, which sometimes is right. Sometimes I like to think it's always right. But sometimes it's (laughs) not always right. But a lot of times when it just comes out of nowhere, it's, it's pretty accurate.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so, absolutely. So doctor, when, when you, when you're with a client and you see your, how is it that you're picking this up? Is it a, is it a vibration? Do you see a, you know, an aura? What, what, is, how does it look to you or how does it feel to you?
2: You know, so it really depends on what I'm working on. You know, so if I'm working on that, they have a physical issue, they have some kind of digestive disturbance going on or whatever, um, you know, it's like I go to the physical level vibration in my seeing and look in their body, you know, so I do actually see organs, glands, tissues, etc. you know, but I'm also really kinesthetic. And so if I'm addressing a kidney issue, let's say they have a, kidney infection, you know, now my back starts to hurt, which is fun. Um, But to me, again, there's always that emotional part, or if I'm talking about a relationship issue, it's kind of like I change the focus. I go to a different channel, you know, physical body is denser, so it's a lower vibration. So when you switch into emotional energy, it's a higher vibration. You kind of move into the emotional level. Of the auric field, the emotional body, or the mental body, they kind of go really hand in hand. Um, And so I, I shift my focus. And so when I'm working with someone, you know, I prefer doing the physical stuff first and then like circling back because I really have to shift that focus. To hit that different vibration again, it's like changing the channel. I have to, I have to get up, walk across the room, change the channel, and then get back into the reading. So,
0: when you are doing these readings, is it something that once you find the trauma, then how? What what's the next step? So, once you've you know tuned in and you found it, can you
2: help? Move, remove the energy? Is that something that they have to do? How does that work? I mean, usually it works hand in hand. Um, you know, identifying it is usually the first step. Um, you know, and I have a, a large number of clients that work with me and we do a combination of energy work. And I combine that with like mindfulness or doing some behavioral changes and just raising their awareness to what's going on. And so, you know, there's always the evaluation, which is the reading part. And then after that, when I do energy work, you know, I I can't turn the vision off. And so if I'm working on a physical thing or an emotional thing, you know, I'm still receiving input from their bodies, you know, and, and little commentary, some of them are there, You know, people's spirit guides are hysterical. Just, just saying. <laughs> and, um, you know, and I take note and then I communicate what I received, especially if there's an emotional piece that, you know, that uh, uh, like a core belief that comes up for them because it takes what was really like shoved back behind them and brings it into their conscious awareness and so they can on a conscious level, you know, work on processing it. And I find that that is just really, really helpful because many times they don't even know that that's trapped there Mm. or they're stuck there. Doctor, have you ever had anyone,
1: I mean, they can't be too skeptical if they're open enough to go see you, but have you ever had anyone who just had an experience and just opened their eyes to all this?
2: I'm um, like a client person or just yeah, like client. somebody. I,
1: yeah, a client. I'm sorry.
0: Maybe you've had a client come to you that maybe they're a little skeptical. Right. And then it's once that. they've mm-hmm. had a reading with you, they now see results. Oh, I mean, I've
2: had a lot of people like that. You know, it's, um, you know, and a lot of times they come with a fair, people that find me usually come with a fairly open mind. Right. You know, and have a, reasonable degree of spiritual background and openness in that way um you know I used to do they're they're not they're coming back I'll say that they're coming back but I used to do a lot of like psychic fairs and wellness expos you know and I I just love them I love the energy and being around people um and those you get a lot of people that don't really know what you know, they, you know, I call them looky-loos, you know, cause it's like, yeah, just tell me something. And it's like, okay, I guess I'll tell you something. <laughs> you know, so it's really not diagnostic or, you know, getting into any really deep issues. And, you know, a lot of times my goal is to not make them cry um, at the fair or say something really, you know, challenging or deep, although it happens. Um, and so that's where I tend to find those kind of people is, You know, and either they're like, wow, you really hit, you know, and I got some really good insights or they walk away and they think you're, you know, like I just wasted 20 bucks or whatever. Right. Well, I was at the, this is my, one of my favorite, like, fair stories. So I was at this fair and so when I'm at a show, I do card reading. So when I'm working with my regular clients, you know, it's like bring your questions because we're just going to address your stuff. But when they just sit down and say, "Tell me something." So I do a card reading and I do an aura shopper reading. And the first thing that I start talking to this woman about is there's this man that she that's in her life um, is her age. I didn't get the impression that it was a spouse person because it wasn't that deep of an emotional relationship, not father, not son. So somebody, but her age range. And she's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, but you know, he's sucking you dry. No, no, don't know anybody. Don't know anybody. And so for me, spirit will just keep taking me back to the same place over and over and over again until that person gets it. And so I'm like trying to look at other cards and move on and I'm like, you sure you don't know this guy, you know, and and I mean, to the point that I, kind, all right, and I will admit this and I never do this, although in this situation, I had ten more minutes that I had to fill up. Um, I just made up a bunch of crap, you know, because I had nothing, because I couldn't get past the guy, because they just kept taking me back to the guy, and nothing else was coming through. So she's writing me a check, and she's getting up from the chair, and she goes, "Yeah, my brother's schizophrenic, and he lives with me."
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: There's the guy.
1: Yeah.
2: There's the But it was like, are you kidding me?
1: Wow.
0: Huh, that is crazy.
1: That is.
0: <laughs> so Rita, do you do readings just in person? Do you do them over Zoom? If somebody wanted to reach out to you, how would they reach you?
2: Um, and so all of my readings are by phone or by, I live in Podunk, Texas, so nobody wants to come here. Uh, <laughs> you know, or Skype. Um, I don't really do Zoom, but I do do Skype. You know, I prefer phone, then I don't have to like fix my hair or anything. And, um, and the easiest way to contact me is via my website and using the contact form uh, because then it definitely ends up in my inbox and not in my junk folder. And, you know, I like to respond that way and I'm a bit of an internet junkie. And so I usually will respond within 24 hours, if not sooner. And what's the website? soulhealer.com
0: s-o-u-l-h-e-a-l-e-r dot com .com. soulhealer.com soulhealer.com Rita, Dr. Rita, thank you so much for coming on and sharing um, with us about, you know, being an intuitive. Now, I just got one question. Is being an an intuitive along the same lines
2: as being an empath? So, from a really technical point of view an intuitive is a more encompassing you know you have the ability to receive information where an empath it's more you're receiving that information on a feeling level mm. gotcha. you know where you can be an intuitive and be a clairvoyant and see stuff or hear material or whatever
0: but an impact, you're more you're more feeling it. More feeling, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That does make sense. Again, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Thank you. I, yeah, I had
2: thank fun. You, Doctor.
1: you know what I think is cool, Kel? It seems and maybe I just notice it more, but it seems like holistic medicine is becoming more mainstream. And I like the way that more mainstream doctors are incorporating it with their treatment of the patients.
0: I would agree with you. I think as somebody who really likes holistic medicine, holistic medicine cured me of my chronic back pain where Western medicine, you know, going the route of the injections and all that did not work. Your it back simply, was up. my back was jacked up. It was. But you know what? It wasn't even jacked up. Let's just call it what it is. My back was fucked up. Okay, okay yeah, to the point where up. I couldn't. I would have to like psych myself up to get up to go take a shower. I would no, no, no lie. I would wake I up remember. in the morning. I would wake up like a half an hour early, and I would pop like five Percocet just to get out of bed to take a shower. And how I would be able to function and work off of five Percocet, I don't know. But I did for a very long time, and and then the injections worked for like a hot second, and then they stopped. So I'm all about naturopathic medicine, absolutely holistic medicine. Somebody had said, and one day we should really try to get a herbalist on the show. Somebody had told me that there is a there's a a, a herb, a herb. What is it? Herb, an herb for everything.
1: Oh, I, I believe that. I believe for every a natural, disease, there's a yes, natural there's a, cure. Yeah, yep,
0: Right. Yep. So, something to think about.
1: I believe that also, Kelly. I just wanted to throw that out there real quick.
0: That's really good, James.
1: Thanks. I had so, to get there
2: real fast.
0: Anyway, I agree with you on the naturopathic medicine, and I really uh, appreciate what Dr. Louise does. With that being said, random
1: bullshit. Random bullshit. Okay, so I was watching a classic H.G. Wells time machine. Okay. And at the at the end of the show, he goes back to, or he goes forward to the future. Well, he goes back because he came back from okay. And they notice he took three books. They didn't know what the three books that he took were. So my random bullshit question is, if you were traveling to the future. Yeah, you have to rebuild civilization, which three books would you take?
0: You know, James, that is an excellent question. Probably not the best person to ask because all the books that I've read in my book reading career have been smut trash novels by Jackie Collins. So would okay, I take... You
1: could take it if you want? Well,
0: hold on. I think I know what books I'm going to take. Because these are the three authors that I, when I was an avid, avid reader, which I'm really not anymore, which is kind of sad, but when I was heavily into reading, I would take these three books. I would take Mario Puzza's The Godfather, because the book is, the book is so much better than the movie. Oh, my God. You should have known that. You should have known. I would take, oh, I think I would take one of the Jackie Collins novels, maybe poor little bitch girl or the bitch or what of those, right? Just so we can have some smut in the future, right? And then lastly, <laughs> I would probably take, oh, I've got my gangsters, I've got my smut. I guess we need to have like one, one good book, right? And I'm not taking the Bible. am not taking the Quran. I'm not taking any of those books. Um, but I think I'll take a book I read um, not so long ago called uh, You're a Badass. And You Know It. I forget who wrote it. But yeah, those are the three books I would take. Because I'm not an avid reader. And I guess the future would be really interesting. But those three books is our kind of foundation. You got be smut, a we got smut, we got gangsters, and we got being a badass. What more oh, could you want in civilization?
1: I can already see it. Do you remember the Star Trek episode where they go to the planet and they're all gangsters? There you go. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> Kelly's future right there.
0: What books would you
1: take? Okay, so I was thinking about it. Now, I don't know the title, okay? but I Because I was just thinking about this real quick. I would want to take The Writings of Buddha. Okay. Not not really hey i think godfather uh, when you said godfather <laughs> right
0: i'm saying it figures that you would come up with the writings of buddha the so why right cuz because it, this it i'm not surprised that you would want to take the writings of buddha because you're a very zen person and i guess you're going to build a utopian society unlike my gangster society well,
1: we have to have a little yin into the yang okay so we know? got the writings of buddha then I would take a law book.
0: Which law? Gonna,
1: well, that's the thing. I don't know what you would call it. Just a book of basic laws.
0: Okay, wait. Question, sir. Yes. Whose laws?
1: Um. Well, that's a good question. It have to be. I don't. know. Would you call it English laws? Because I don't speak. So any you other would language.
0: take. No, I'm saying that you would take laws here in America because they do have laws in other countries. Oh, so- I, I understand.
1: All right, right, no, so, I can't comment on that because I don't know the laws of other
0: countries. That's what I'm saying. Would you take just an American law book?
1: Well, yes. Okay. Because I don't. Just checking. I, I'm not going to say I'm going to take a Japanese law book because I don't know anything about Japanese law. Okay. Cool. All right. And then. Are you an
0: expert on American law, just by chance?
1: No, that's why I'm taking the book. Okay. 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 And then I would take a book called "The Precious Present." Okay. it's a really short book and it's the two characters are a young man old man and it just goes through how the old man teaches the young man it's not so much about the presence you receive in life but that you are present in life
0: hmm you know your society sounded pretty utopian like you're really trying to outdo Kelly's society,
1: you know? No, I'm just balanced. I'm balanced.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the yin to the yank. The yin to the yang. You know what, James? Actually, that's well thought out. That's actually a really good question. That's a good icebreaker for like if you're like me and you go to Zoom meetings and they ask you random icebreaker questions. Three books to take to the future would be a very telling question. Because now you know, I don't know much about books, or I don't have lots of books that I've read as far as deep intellectual books. I read gangster novels, smut novels. What was my other one I chose? Oh, probably some type of Stephen King novel. Yeah. So,
1: you know. Your world <laughs> sounds scary, man. <laughs> it does. I mean, Stephen King is scary as it is. And then, you, how can you imagine a Stephen King wrote gangster books what it would look like
0: oh my god that's actually a really interesting you know he wrote kind of the 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 cowboy kind of what dark tower type books yeah. which is a little different for him but uh. gangsters I don't know hmm how would it have been if Mario Puzo and um, Stephen King could collaborate on a book that would be very interesting gangsters with zombies maybe I don't know zombies. I don't like zombies. I don't like zombies either. I'm just saying. I don't know. At any rate, James, let's wrap it up. So you can get us on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Uh, Then you can go and check us out. Actually, you know, we've been thinking about it, and we might have said this before because we tend to say a lot of things. But we're actually looking to maybe revamp that website. So when we do, we'll let y'all know. But you can still go check it out.
1: And we are looking... On how to do it better. So, yes, we, it will change.
0: Yep. So, www.thatsomecrazyshitpodcast.com.
1: Ready to wrap it up? It's
0: all you, dude.
1: Okay. Until next time, people, keep your minds open.